It's a Boston Bruins game day. Jeremy Swayman is the third star of the week. And I'm crunching some numbers, taking a look at whether the Bruins can get the all-time wins record with 13 games remaining on the schedule. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Tuesday, March 21st. The Bruins taking on the Ottawa Senators at TD Garden tonight. We're going to preview that game later on, as well as look at the remainder of the schedule to see if the Bruins can indeed get the all-time wins record, which would require 63 wins. First, I want to remind you that the podcast can be found on Twitter, Instagram, at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian. C. McLaren. Let's begin with some news. Yesterday, Jeremy Swayman named the third star of the week by the NHL after stopping all 62 shots he faced in two starts last week, going 2-0-0, two shutouts to help the Bruins win three of their four games last week. He made 36 saves for his eighth career shutout third of the season in a 3-0 victory against the Winnipeg Jets on March 16th. Then on Sunday, turned aside 26 shots in a 7-0 thumping of the Buffalo Sabres. That was his ninth career shutout, fourth of the season. He became the first Bruins goalie with consecutive shutouts since Tuka Rask did it back in 2011. Tim Thomas did it earlier That same season, both those guys accomplished that feat within a month of each other back in 2011. Uh, 24-year-old Swayman now owns a record of 18-6-4 this season in 30 games. He's among the league leaders in goals against average and save percentage. He's also tied for third in shutouts. Who had a better week? Well, Kale McCarr of the Colorado Avalanche was the second star. He had nine points across four games last week. And then Mika Zibanejad of the New York Rangers had nine points as well in a bunch of wins for the Rangers. So those are your three stars. Jeremy Swayman coming in third last week. Congrats to him. And uh, I expect he'll get some action this week for sure in the upcoming games. Speaking of that, we're going to preview the game against the Ottawa Senators more in depth later on, but I wanted to take a look at the schedule to see if the Bruins can indeed take the 
all-time wins record from the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, this season. Now, if you go back to, uh, let's say, the early 90s, you can see who had the top seasons in NHL history. You have the 95-96 Red Wings, who went 62-13-7. That's back when you had ties. They had 131 points, a 799 point percentage. In the shootout era, the 2018-19, uh, sorry, Tampa Bay Lightning had a record of 62, 16, and 4, 128 points, a 780 point percentage. Right now, the 2022-23 Bruins have a record of 53, 11, and 5, 111 points for an 804 point percentage. What that means is they've accrued 80.4 of all available points this season. The only other team worth mentioning is the 2012-13 Chicago Blackhawks. It was a lockout shortened season, 48 games. They had a record of 36-7-5 for an 802 point percentage. So the Bruins tracking even above them. In order for Boston to take that wins record from Detroit and Tampa Bay. They need to win 10 of their remaining 13 games. And before we even look at who remains on the schedule, let's remember that Brad Marchand on this very podcast said the Bruins don't care about the wins record they don't care about the president's trophy. What they care about most is winning in the playoffs. Winning the Stanley Cup. Being at their best when the games matter most. They're going to win the president's trophy without question. And barring a complete collapse here. And they're going to enter the Stanley Cup playoffs as the prohibitive favorites to win the Stanley Cup. Prohibitive favorites? What does that even mean? I don't even know. But they're going to be the team to beat. And what happens down the stretch doesn't really matter that much. And you have to keep in mind, there's going to be some load management. There's going to be guys in and out of the lineup. So they won't be putting necessarily their a lineup forward every single night. That's not the case anyways, because they have some injuries to Derek Forbort, Taylor Hall, Nick Felino. But it all begins tonight against the Ottawa Senators. We're going to take a look at the complete remaining schedule here in a moment. But first, let's talk about uh, one of today's sponsors, which is the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On. NCAA tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook, and you can get $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe, secure, super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, I'm going to share my screen now for those of you on YouTube, and let's take a look at Boston's remaining schedule, which gets underway tonight at home against the Ottawa Senators. Right now, the Senators, uh, they won last night, backstopped by someone named Dylan Ferguson. I believe he's a former CBS night show host. Uh they have a record of 34, 31, and 5, a minus 9 goal differential, 5 points back of Pittsburgh, and 6 points back of Florida, who's now in the second wildcard spot. Tonight, a very winnable game for Boston. They're on home ice. Ottawa's coming off the second of a back-to-back situation. Thursday, rivalry game against the Montreal Canadiens. That also is a very winnable game for Boston. Montreal, well down in the Eastern Conference standing. Second worst team in the East this season. Minus 64 goal differential at the moment. Those two games, let's chalk those up as wins. So that's two of the required 10 wins they need. Over the weekend, though, things will get a bit trickier. They've got Tampa Bay Saturday afternoon. On home ice, still a winnable game, but obviously could be a bit dicey because it's Tampa Bay. And then they head to Carolina to take on the Hurricanes Sunday, early evening, 5 p.m. start. That's one where they're likely going to lose one of those games. Let's just be honest here, okay? Possibly both. They can only lose three of the remaining games left. Let's hope they only lose one this weekend. After those two games, a couple more very winnable games. They'll be playing the Nashville Predators, who are still kind of kicking around in the Western Conference playoff picture. They're five points out with three games in hand. So they'll be playing for something, but they have a lot of injuries right now. Roman Yossi is out at the moment. Philip Forsberg's been out for a long time. Very winnable game there, as is the game on March 30th against the Columbus Blue Jackets, the only team who is worse in the uh, Eastern Conference than Montreal. So out of those six games, let's say the Bruins go... Five and one, halfway to that record. But I am a bit worried about this upcoming weekend with those games against Tampa and Carolina. Let's flip the calendar over to April. Another two 
back-to-back games over weekend action. April 1st, 3 p.m. Eastern start against the Pittsburgh Penguins. A very winnable game, although Pittsburgh is fighting for their playoff lives at the moment. They have a minus four goal differential. Their goaltending, incredibly suspect. That's a game the Bruins, by all rights, should win. As is the game on the second against the St. Louis Blues. So, there we go. That's seven wins right there with five games remaining on the schedule. They got to take three out of these five games. Toronto, that could be a challenge. Let's say that's a loss. New Jersey, also a challenge. That could be one where uh, they very much could drop another loss there. So let's say they're 7-3 and three heading into the final week of the regular season. Games against Philadelphia, Washington, and Montreal. Very winnable games there. We know the last couple of seasons, the final game of the regular season, they've addressed um, very sparse lineups. And that could be the case against Washington and Philadelphia as well. They could have a bunch of reinforcements in there. That's the big uh, X factor here when it comes to the remainder of the schedule. Who dresses, who sits out for load management. Um, heaven forbid there's major injuries in there. But the wins record is very attainable nonetheless. So let's recap. They're going to likely win tonight, Thursday, against the Montreal Canadiens. Let's say they split this weekend, and then they win both those games next week against Nashville and Columbus. 5-1 and one to wrap up March. Two winnable games here. Again, another advantage for the Bruins is that you have these back-to-back situations every single weekend. Thank you very much, NHL. But they also have two starting goaltenders, essentially. So a lot of teams attempted to play their number one guy in back-to-back situations, or there's a steep drop-off between the starter and the backup. Not the case when it comes to the Boston Bruins. So that's a distinct advantage for them there. These two games against New Jersey, Toronto could be dicey, but these last three could be easily won against Philly, Washington, Montreal. The biggest red flags for me on the schedule, again, these two games against Montreal, or sorry, against Toronto and New Jersey, and then the games this weekend against Tampa and Carolina. So that's four potential losses there. They need to take at least one of those four games and then take care of the more easily beatable competition to get those 10 wins. At the end of the day, does it really matter? No. Will anybody remember that they had the all-time wins record if they don't win the Stanley Cup? Probably because of the President's Trophy curse. But if they get the wins record and still don't win the Stanley Cup, it's even more embarrassing because 
you'll get all these comparisons to the 2018-2019 Lightning going on. So it's a bit of a, a blessing and a curse to have the wins record if you don't take care of business in the postseason. That's where things matter most. You can play historic hockey over 82 games, and people won't remember it unless you win in the playoffs. So that's the situation. The wins record, very much attainable. They have four top-tier teams on the schedule remaining. We'll see if, indeed, they can pull it off. Beginning tonight with a game against the Ottawa Senators, which we will preview here in a moment. But first, a quick word about another one of today's sponsors, which is Built Bar. We've been talking about Built Bar on the Locked On Podcast Network for quite a while now. And for good reason. It's a delicious treat that is good for you. Built is actually healthy and tasty. What makes them so good? Well, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut. But they're also good for you. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. The perfect snack to carry with you to get you through your workday, a hike, a workout, or if you're going to a hockey game and you don't want to spend exorbitant amounts on snacks at the game. You don't have to wait around either to get them in the mail anymore. You can still do that through Built.com, but you can also go to your local Walmart and grab a four-box or hit up Sam's Club, grab a 13-bar box with some hit flavors like brownie batter and churro. Thank me later after taking your first bite of Built Bar. Tonight, the Boston Bruins hosting the Ottawa Senators, a team that's hungry for a playoff berth. Coming off a win uh, last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins. A very pivotal game, in fact, as with Pittsburgh's loss, the Florida Panthers were able to jump up into a playoff spot thanks to their win over the Detroit Red Wings. Overall, the Senators are 4-5-1 and one over their last 10 games. Not exactly streaking into the playoffs. They have some top-tier talent, of course, to keep an eye on. And they've beaten the Senators, have beaten the Bruins twice already this season. A 7-5 win back in October. A 3-2 win in December that I was a witness of uh, the Bruins losing that one in uh, a shootout. Cam Talbot making 49 saves in that one. It was a remarkable effort on his part. And Boston bounced back with the win in their last meeting. So Ottawa's kind of had their number this year. Uh, and the Bruins can even up the season series with a win tonight on home ice. Tim Stutzel has been on fire lately, eight points over their last five games, including four goals, four assists. Boston's leading scorer over the last five games, David Pasternak, seven points, three goals, four assists. Brad Marchand also with six assists over that span. 
Now, it will likely be Mads Sogard in net for Ottawa with some injuries to Philip For or sorry, Anton Forsberg and Cam Talbot. Dylan Ferguson going last night. Sogard, highly touted second round pick back in 2019, but he's only got an 881 point or save percentage. And with Ottawa having played last night, it's a distinct advantage for the Bruins who had yesterday off. Ottawa has a pretty good power play. They rank seventh compared to Boston's 12th ranked power play. They're also not bad on the penalty kill. Seventh ranked penalty kill. Boston, of course, number one in that regard. Ottawa ranks 18th in goals four per game. Boston's at second place. And Ottawa is allowing a 19th ranked 3.26 goals against Boston number one at 2.13. So this game could very well be decided at five on five. Ottawa is a good penalty killing team and a power good power play team. Boston's power play a bit more on the come up lately. Top penalty killing team. So if they can get some goals five on five, then Boston should be uh, laughing in this one, especially since Ottawa played last night. All right, that's it for today's episode, my friends. I hope you're all doing well. I hope the sun is shining where you are. Finally starting to get some warmer weather. I'm very ready to trade in my toque for a cap. And on tomorrow's podcast, we'll recap what happens tonight. Take a look at the uh, playoff picture. Maybe answer some mailbag questions. And bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Favorite team every single day.